Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. We are back with another Sounds from the Locker Room, this one following the loss to the Florida Panthers on Tuesday, November 13th. The Panthers scored two, the Flyers scored one. Jake Voracek had the only goal for the Flyers. Sean Couturier extended his point streak to four games with an assist on that goal. He had three goals and four assists for seven points during that streak. Robert Haig had four hits and five block shots. Radko Gudis, three hits, four block shots. Defenseman Shane Gostisbehere had a total of 10 shot attempts, five on goal, two that were blocked, and three that missed. The Flyers were 41 for 60 on faceoffs, their second best game of the season. As always, thanks to our gal on the ground, Madeline Campbell, for collecting these quotes. To start, defenseman Christian Follin was asked to describe what happened on the second goal. Oh, I obviously screened Elliot. Uh, he cut back into the middle. Uh, I should have done a better job with my stick, but he got it through me, and I make it, make it a hard save for him. Uh, obviously, he's a good player and shouldn't be allowed to have much time and space. Fallen was then asked about early in the game if both teams were just feeling each other out, neither wanting to make the mistake that opened up the scoring. I mean, we, we talked a lot about them, them like flying guys and leaving them the zone early. So we were obviously aware of that, and maybe that's what... What you guys saw maybe looked a little passive, but I think we, we try to control them as much as we could. Uh, we know they're they're going to leave, and we're trying to slow them down as much as possible. But at the same time, it's a it's a hard fought game out there, and I think we we, we could have got a, one or two goals more in the third here. Folan was asked about the lull and the period that they were getting outshot dramatically. Uh, no, I don't think so. We, we talked about having a good start, and I think we came out and did that. Uh, but at the same time, it's momentum of the game. Like they get a, pen, a power play or a penalty kill and all that stuff. It it goes back and forth, and we just got to try to focus on playing six, 60 minutes. And if we do that every night, we'll, we'll be uh, successful. When asked about the penalty kill, Fallen said, "Yeah, I think we, we like we like I said in the last in the last game, we did did some good things, but uh, we we're, we're trying to put some more pressure on them and at this." But the puck's bouncing out there, and uh, Elliot played really well tonight, but sometimes the puck just goes in the net anyways. Jake Voracek had the only goal of the night for the Flyers, his fifth of the year. He was asked if the beginning of the game was about what the Flyers were doing or more about what the Panthers were doing. Uh, yeah, first period was okay. Second, uh, they were better. You know, we couldn't generate anything. And uh, third, we, I think we all played them pretty, pretty, pretty badly. Just scored on the one, so... Voracek was then asked if there was something about their system that they hadn't seen before. Yeah, they, uh, you know, they hold the blue line pretty good, so it's uh, hard to get in. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, first period was okay. Second, we kind of, you know, we didn't skate enough. I'd say, kind of stood around and, uh, and uh, didn't skate much. But uh, in the third, we were moving way better, and I think we could tell that we had a lot of chances and. Uh, you know, we made them we made them defend a little bit different than we did in the first two periods. So, uh, you know, I, I really right now it's too early after the game. I don't I don't even know. Like sometimes it's what happened during the game. So, 
Voracek was asked about the changes on the power play. And after having one that's been so successful for the past five or six years, how tough it is to integrate all of the changes at game speed. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough question for me because it's hard for me to say it. Obviously, since we changed it, we started winning games. So, uh, you know, those numbers aren't where we wanted them to be so far in this season, obviously. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to turn around. I think we have to win a talented players not to, not to have a good power play. So, uh, you know, like I said, it give us uh, more balance on the units. But, uh, you know, it's harder for the second unit, you know, when they get on for, you know, 45 seconds, they have to break in and, uh, you know, it's only 30 seconds to make something happen. Uh, so it's harder for the second unit to do something. But, uh, you know, like I said, I think the first unit was uh, pretty good. Since they got put together, they create, uh, you know, good chances. I think we scored only two goals, but, uh, you know, the movement was pretty good. So, uh, and especially we were winning the game, so there was no reason to change it. Voracek was asked what changed on his line specifically in the third period. Uh, well, I think we had a good first period. We were moving pretty well in the second period. We got a little, we, we got a little cold because there was three penalty kills, if I'm not mistaken. So we kind of take the momentum out of your game, and uh, you know that's what happened. And uh, in the beginning of the third, we started skating again a little bit better, and uh, we created a lot in third. So uh, you know, unfortunately, that uh, right after that first one, I had a kind of half breakaway. And that was uh, only about inches, so uh, it went, uh, you know, in a shoulder. And uh, but we created a lot, so you know, that's a good game for our line to build on, and uh, just uh, gotta execute, you know, throughout all 60 minutes next time. When asked how close his performance was to his ideal game, Voracek said, "I think it was my best third period. I think I had in 11 years. So uh, I felt pretty good. I felt confident. You know, everything was just automatic for me. That's mm -hmm. what happens when." Uh, you know, something lifts you up like that goal or something. And, uh, you know, when you don't think about a place, you just make them happen. And that's what happened to me in third. And, uh, you know, obviously we lost the game, which is not good. But uh, over the last few games, I think I think we win really good. So uh, just got to have good practice and you know, pick it up on Thursday. You believe there is a carryover to that, though? Oh, the, of course. Yeah. I think everybody has that. Yeah. It's just about one play, one good pass, one good, one good shot. And, uh, you know, uh, good stretch, good stretch of playing, you know, playing time can come up. You kind of chomping at the bit then for the beginning? I'm sorry? Are you kind of chomping at the bit for the for Thursday's game to start? Well, every game is different. Oh, who, do we play, who, do we, who do we play Thursday? Jerks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough right. game. So, so, so the, it's gonna the be fact that you had the greatest third period in 11 years. That, that yeah, I, I shouldn't say because now you guys, you know. <laughs> 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 but you, know what I mean? you, you don't believe it necessarily carries over into the next game where um, you do. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. It depends how you feel physically. So, uh, you know, I hope it will. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to keep that momentum, you know, basically playing in the third period, I play every other shift. So it's hard to keep that momentum for, you know, all game. It's almost impossible. But uh, if you put two of the thirds, you know, mm -hmm. the game like that, it, you, should, you should be successful. Voracek was asked if Luongo made the team more frustrated than they would have been normally. Yeah, he's a great goalie. I mean, he's been around forever. So, uh, you know, he's really experienced. Can read the play very well with his size. It's really hard to find holes. So, uh, you know, it took a perfect shot to beat him today. So, uh, you know, I was hoping we we're gonna get that one more because we had those chances, but uh, unfortunately we didn't. So, uh, you know, we gotta give him a lot of credit. Defenseman Ivan Provorov was asked about the penalty he took. It was a tripping penalty, but it stopped a breakaway opportunity. He said, "Oh, I opened up for a shot, and uh, you know, it's." Uh, 
miscommunication, misunderstanding between me and TK. You know, he thought I was skating a little further. Uh, I stayed back and the puck came into my front foot. I tried to stop it and uh, get it on my stick, but it just bounced off my skate and went behind me. Oscar Lindblom was asked what he thought of the team's first two periods. Uh, I think we play slow and uh, take him out pretty good, but I think if you play like they did the third period, we're going to win this game, but we didn't, so I had to take that to the next game and have a better start. A comment was made about how Lindblom's line has been hot, and then he was asked if they're continuing to work on their play and their skills. Uh, like, we can get better, of course, and we're working on it every day, but I think today the whole team didn't play as good as we can, and we came, came to the third period and played good, so I think if we had the speed and that, that uh, how to say, aggressive thinking, we have to be, we're going to be better out there, so like I said, we have to take that with us, and Stop the next game. Lindblom was asked if he thought the difference between the first two periods and the third period was a difference in mindset or execution. I think it was both. Like, uh, they had to do nothing me, so I felt very hard to go out and raise the level, but we can't, we can't do it after two periods when we're down to nothing. We had to start that way. So, like I said earlier, too, we can't, can't start like that. We have to step back to the next game. Finally, Lindblom was asked if as a team having to kill three penalties in a period affects momentum negatively. Yeah, of course, like, I think we had a good good PK today, but if we keep getting penalties, we're gonna, we're gonna score eventually, so, uh, I don't know what to say, but I had to stop being in the box and keep playing final five, because we do we're really good there, and I feel like we're, we're getting better and better final five too, and creating, uh, creating chances every game, and. So that stopped being in the box. Goaltender Brian Elliott stopped 28 shots on goal out of 30. He was asked if he even saw the second goal, citing Christian Folan's quote that he believed that he screened him. Yeah, he shot it right through his legs. So that's, you know, those are tough to pick up. It was a good shot. Elliott was asked what he saw early on in the game. Yeah, uh, you know, um... The intensity, I don't think, you know, was up to what I think we need to be. And, you know, I thought we brought it in the third period, but, um, you know, it's a little late. Um, you know, we, we hit some posts. We had our, some chances uh, to tie it up. It's just unfortunate and, and frustrating that we didn't, uh, you know, go into extra innings there. Now let's dig into Dave Hackstall's press conference. His first question right off the bat was that a couple of his players had talked about how the first two periods weren't quite good enough. Was it surprising considering the hot streak that they had been on? Yeah, the first period was just a tight period both ways. That was just, there just wasn't much time, space. Uh, there weren't many opportunities either way. There was probably you know, maybe three or four opportunities each way. And that was just a, that was a tight period. Uh, the second period was our first two or three shifts of the second period didn't have enough purpose. Um, you know, we ended up taking the the first penalty, I don't know, three, three minutes and some in, and we spent most of the next 10 minutes killing. So that that killed our second period, um, you know, and put us in a little bit of a hole, and you know, that leads us to the third. Hackstall was asked about Provorov's early penalty and if he feels any type of frustration coming from Ivan Provorov. Well, you can't get frustrated over one play. I mean, it's a penalty. 
now it's a tripping penalty. That's, that is what it is. Um, so now one play doesn't frustrate you and take you off your game. Not, not a guy like Proby. They certainly shouldn't. Continuing the line of questions about Ivan Provorov, Hackstall was asked, what is going on this season? Why every game in the first two seasons looked the same, and we're not getting that consistency out of Provorov in his third year? You know, he's, he's had a really consistent stretch uh, here over the last couple of weeks. He's, you know, he's been rock solid. And, you know, tonight a couple, you get, you know, you get put in a tough situation on the second penalty. It was the right play, you know, other than, you know, is that play developed. I'd rather have seen TK attack the net and look for something. Um, but, you know, he made the choice to, to hold his position there. And he made the right play to Proby. It just, it was a play that jammed him. I mean, and there's nothing really different that Brody could do on that. So, you know, some of those probably lead you, you know, you know, lead you as, you, as you watch a game to really focus on one or two plays. Brody was, you know, he was solid tonight. Maybe not his best, maybe not at his best because a couple of those plays, and you know, including his first penalty, you know, down low on the coverage play. Um, but, you know, he was, you know, he was, he was okay tonight. Follow up about Provorov about how it seems like the puck is running off his stick more often than usual. I haven't seen a lot of that lately. I thought early in the year that was an issue. Um, and, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't seen a lot of that in uh, you know in, in the last stretch here. Uh, you got to remember when you're playing against the top guys every night, you make a mistake, and you know what, it can look bad pretty quick. Um, Probably hasn't been in many of those situations where he's looked at over the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's, he's been pretty solid. Hackstall was asked what he thought of the matchups from the first two periods. You know what? Um, pretty even, to be honest with you. You know, kind of a push back and forth in the first period, in my opinion. Um, you know, second period, I thought, hey, they win the period because they, you know, they come all plus one, five on five, even though, I mean, that's a play that. We just have to play a little bit better uh, in terms of the, the gap uh, and, and the way we, you know, the way our, you know, both plays that defensively with a stick. So I thought it was a push, and you know, for the most part in that regard, uh, we come out of the first two periods down by two, so you got to give them the edge. Hackstall was asked about his decision to play Aubrey Kubel late in the game. You know what? He was playing well, and he, you know, again limited minutes, but he played well tonight. And he, you know, he generates. I felt like we needed, you know, we needed as much energy off the bench as we could. And tonight it was about pace, especially in that third period. We needed a little bit more pace than we played the first two periods with. So, you know, that's what you know we were trying to do is get as much pace and speed on the ice as we could. He was one of those guys that you know he's heavy on the puck. Um, he does a real good job lugging it up ice and getting it into the offensive zone, and then he can get it back because he's heavy and hard on it down low. He's created a couple of good opportunities tonight, so um, not going to be afraid to play him because he's young. He, he played pretty well in his limited minutes, so we're going to give him another opportunity to go out there when we needed that energy and a little bit of gas in the tank uh, to, you know, to, uh, uh, to try to help us. And, you know, he went out and had a pretty good shift. The last question remains about Abe Kubel. Hackstall was asked if he's done everything necessary other than be part of a scoring play. He's had a couple opportunities. You know, again, a little quicker. You know, there's a play in the second period tonight. He gets it in the slot, and that's that's his bread and butter. You know, and it's things close in on you a little bit quicker. So he's you know he's got to get that one. You know, I don't know if he could have or not. I'll have to look at it. But you know, the play closed in, and, and somebody got to deal. They got to stick on it. So he wasn't able to get that on that. But yeah, he's. 
You know, he's, uh, he's been reliable. Um, he generated puck possession, and he generated some opportunities. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of pluses there. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs>